Okay, so we've just taken a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather. Um, and, you know, me and Bree, we went and checked on the dogs who are currently fast asleep in the living room, which is, which is great. I would change. use the word drugged, but um, I don't know if that's a term. You they, are, they are definitely <laughs> yeah, drugged, they really but are. they're quieter than normal tonight. They haven't um, had dinner yet, the poor loves. They're all right. We'll they're see. fine. Please don't say that. Uh, we'll, we'll have the RSPCA. I haven't there. eaten either, but that's None of us know about the animals. We're all running on pure adrenaline right yeah. now. Um, but so what we touched on before was obviously some really kind of tragic circumstances that um, people in your industry find themselves in. Yeah. Um, and, the, again, people in the public find themselves in as well. So where consent is not understood. Yep. Or... And uh, you not know, not listen to, to. Or listen to, yeah, yeah, yeah. or even, uh, yeah. consent is not a thing sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And so I think what I, um, I think is, you know, when that kind of happens, there must be a bit where you must think, oh God, fuck, I must get out of this. Oh, absolutely. Like just like any job, you get your burnout. So imagine something like that happening. Fuck, like, that's a hell of a burnout. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just like you know, you lose trust in everything, and a lot of people from you know, if they do experience something like that on low, low levels or high levels, they think I'm done. Yeah, you know, that's it for me. I I don't want to be a part of this industry anymore, and I don't want to do any of it. Mm. And you ask yourself, what do you do next? So a really horrible thing about being in that industry is your resume. Mm. What do you put on the resume? Like, you know, you've lied to your friends and your family, everybody you know about what you do for work, and then you have to somehow explain that you're not working at the moment and that you want to find another career path. What do you put on your resume? And just to point out as well is that this would be a problem whether you've been through a tragic circumstance or not or not or whether yeah, you you have made the choice not to do that yeah anymore. just trying you to have out maybe you did it for 12 months to save up some extra money or you weren't making any money you know there are a lot of girls that don't actually do well in that industry and they say i want to do something else yeah and you've got this big beautiful blank on the resume yeah yeah and maybe the last thing you did was work at maccas yeah and then you- you've just got a four-year gap yep yeah and you have been working you know a proper job and then you maybe decide I have done my degree and now I want to be a nurse Mm. and maybe not so bad in that industry because you can say that you've been studying but what if you haven't yeah you know everyone might tweak their resume a little bit but to put up a full fake career path or to fill that gap you find yourself like stuck and the fact the fact that you have to do that yeah right. like look I'm all for what I do but I don't really think many people would want to see sex worker from 2010 till 2014 but I don't see why not either I really don't because work is work work is work work is work right you're not doing it as you said before for fun and for free you're doing it because it's a job and it's something that you enjoy doing and you want to do it when you want to do it when your terms on your terms which I guess it's kind of interesting because for, I guess, for most people, like, we all have to work. So it's not necessarily. Fucking everyone has to work except for people. But, like, people don't always have that choice of, oh, like, this is on my terms. Yeah. So you're kind of almost in a better situation because. Yeah. Like, on one hand, you're like, yes, I've got so much more autonomy in this space because I can choose 
my hours. I can choose my days. Yeah. I can do this. I've got control. But on the other hand, it's like, well, hang on a second. If I've done this for 10 years, what do I say? Absolutely. How am I supposed to explain to someone I'm intelligent? Uh, I've got a brain. I've got empathy. I can learn quickly. We have good sales skills. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like I can sell a grain of sand to a beach. Like, yeah. You should yeah, like, see me with my it. sand is better. Yeah. Yeah. What? Like, what? what are you going to do for me? Wow. Yeah. Like, we'll how, find out. how do you, how is that even something that you would? And you know what? Do? You like, often find yourself in the category of drug dealer because although ours is legal, it's, frowned upon by society and an employer should see employment as employment I understand having maybe a personal perspective or thinking that you know what they do isn't maybe the greatest form of work I can see that I get that but an employer should see a resume and see that someone was working because at the end of the day it is work we have commitments we have reputations and we have life skills we have really good people skills as well because yeah, you, do, you, you know we walk in a room skills. with a bunch of people we don't know yeah, and I yeah. can't do that naturally but the moment I put on you know that outfit I'm superwoman yeah but you summon I summon yeah. her. Yeah. Summon, summon her. her. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen She-Hulk. It's not the greatest show. But it's almost no. like that double life of when she is She-Hulk. Like no one can hurt her and she is, you know, invincible as opposed to when she is her normal self because, you know, the world can attack you with one comment. But when you are that She-Hulk version, well, get stuffed because this yeah. is the version I made for you. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. And this brings it back to, again, what I said about the, the problem with people not being able to speak about openly about what they do because of shame and stigma and assumption and judgment and all these things is that it makes you scared to talk about mm. your work or your whatever you you anything so you you become non-chi-hog yeah. and <laughs> and like and then you're like oh god okay I need to make something else so like I think about so we just we talked about this on the break as a laugh but like in my in my resume it says fucking very successful corporate financial accountant for a number of years. And then there's a good solid years where there's fuck all because all I was doing was taking drugs. Now I own my narrative and I own my story and I tell people that and I'm like, you know, this is who I was. And I am like, I'm okay. If you, if you're not okay with that, then I'm not okay with you. Absolutely. Um, We do that when dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We disclose what we do because we never expect anybody to agree to be with someone in that field if they don't want to be. Yeah. I'd say because I disagree when I first met her. I said, here I am. I'm a take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Because this is me. me. And it, you know, and it, it baffles me really that you know, the stigma around maybe someone in recovery from addiction, yep. right, would be judged less yeah, than someone who has been working for themselves on their terms successfully for a number of years and decides, actually, now I, knew, oh, I want a new career path. Absolutely. And it isn't a career that you can do for the rest of your life, whether you want to or not. It is based on image and it is based on appearance. and you have to fit into the stigma in some form or another. I'm not talking now about weight or ethnicity. I'm talking about age. Yeah. Age, we age out. Yeah. It is just 
it is what it is. There's like expiry date. There is. Yeah, and yeah. there are, I've worked with women in their 50s that look gorgeous. Yeah. But they're not getting booked for a 21st. So you find yourself in a different niche, different clientele. But there comes a point where you aren't going to get picked all the time. And yeah. That then help like hurts your own self-image. Oh my God. That might that actually must have a really big impact, actually. It's it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It is really terrifying. Yeah. Um, women that have kids. What do you do for nine months? Do you rock up to work with your baby belly? I bet you there's some people who probably might like that. Well, that's a very... I feel a very like long topic. That that that's debate. probably a topic for another podcast. Yeah, I would love to get up, into the yeah, field. Yeah. I yep. feel like there are people that can speak upon it a lot better than I can. And we <laughs> actually have an interview lined up around yeah, that. God, I'm going to yes, listen to that one. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just want to be a fly on the wall for that because in my own experiences, I have heard some stuff like I explained to Brie earlier about saladas. Do you enjoy saladas, Brie? Not anymore. Not anymore? No. <laughs> but Not you, anymore. you know what? Hit it. Tell us all. Tell, tell us all. Yeah. I feel like I need to hear it again just so I can recover from it. So, when stripping, like as I mentioned, you know, you kind of want to get out of the field sometimes. I've had many, many times I wanted to before I had my day job and I had that normality. I was just stripping and my life was just all about cocktails and titties. Um, but basically, I wanted to dabble into the further sex industry and maybe do a form of prostitution, which we tend to refer to as like escorting yeah, or private hire. It's now called full service. I'm not sure how long that term's been around. I'm not educated on the matter. We call it full service when you yeah. book that. And I wanted to get into that. And I met a girl that did it and I asked her if she could teach me some experiences that she's had. Like, you know, you just think how ugly can the guy be? Yeah, you know, you yeah. think like, could yeah. I, everyone asks themselves, could I have sex for money? Like, what yeah. could I? Yeah. So I start thinking, could I dabble into that? And she told me that she, is it fecal matter? Is that how you yeah. said Yeah, yeah. that's so, probably the yeah. best way you yeah. I would call it a professional way out. Yep. Um, but I'm not sure she would. She would tell me that she had a regular client and that for her personally, she doesn't like to sleep with different people all the time, that she likes her regulars and she wants that person that's going to book her all the time. Um, but he had like particular interests. So what she was requested to do was to wear white panties Full panties, no G-string, no Brazilian. It's got to be like the full Nana brief. And then they had to be white. She would walk into the room, stand in the middle of the room, release her bowels into the white panties, drop them to the floor, and then she was to walk out of the room. And she got paid for that. Um, personally, once again, my moral compass, I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm, yeah. Didn't feel like she got on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like. And that's like, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's their rank, bro. Like, we don't yeah. judge. And then yeah. you start to think to yourself, like, did she have to part, like, pay for those panties herself? Was he providing the panties? And then I said to her, like, did you ever ask him what he did with it after he left? And with some hesitation and many, many, many bookings, he eventually explained to her that he would get salata biscuits and scoop it up, which is why she had to drop it to the floor and keep the panties open, scoop up her poo, uh, press the two biscuits together because he liked to watch it squeeze through the holes. I didn't believe it. I thought it was hilarious. I just thought it was a joke. But she told me, no, this is a regular booking for her. So for 70% of our listeners who yeah. live in Australia, yeah. 
you've just ruined saladas. Well, they're not that good them. to begin with, are they? No, like, no, 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 they're no. quite dry. Well, Maybe he needed not, the big Not, not so like, himself, I imagine. They're but, similar to yeah, Vegemite, Yeah, exactly. Depending so, on her diet. Right, so 7% of our listeners in Australia understand where a salada is. Yeah. The other lot of you, just imagine a fucking biscuit with some holes in it. Yeah. And squishing, squishing butter or something. Like, yeah. it'd be that sort of thing. But yeah, my, I shit. wonder, like, did he eat it? Is that what yeah. You well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder, like, like, the process going even before that, did had he have requests of, like, things she had to eat or, like, how, like, no corn, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but like, get through the holes you know, like where, but like seriously, Maybe one some texture. But like, where are those limits? Well, like, if you are paying for a service and that's fine, like that guy, Salada Man, loves yep. that. That's fine. <laughs> yep. But yeah. you're paying for that service, so then, like, what are the limits for the women? Like, what are they actually being paid for? Yeah. And so, like, do they get paid extra to? eat certain things to do certain things like do you know what I mean and I do believe that when you have your interview coming up those things will be explained a lot better than I can once again this is someone telling me yeah their experience yeah Yeah. but um she herself although I assume like we're all quite horrified by that story not we're not horrified well I am about saladas not about what she does for work I feel like I'm gonna never eat saladas again I'm not gonna lie but I'm not hyper focused for a while too so you know yeah I do hyper focus on food a lot yeah that one's gone now um but um (laughs) you know I'm not I'm not judging that person's kink yeah and I'm not judging that person's um profession profession at all like both of those things you know is, is fine but it is an interesting concept like how does that come about? Well, what I and find that, most yeah. interesting is that there was no sexual behaviours involved. Correct. Yeah. Generally in those bookings, it is about sex or some form of it or maybe the foreplay, they like that. Or, you know, a lot of the time these bookings are people that have a particular request that can't be met at home or can't be met in the normal world. And so they pay for it so that they're not subjecting people that do not consent to those kinds of things yeah so some would look at her situation and think god that's actually awesome i'd do that i'd shit my pants and walk out of a room for money that sounds fabulous and other people would say never in a million years yeah but that's also where it comes down to what you're comfortable doing of course yeah absolutely yeah still do wonder did he eat it it's yeah i mean i I always wonder what it's probably a story that you know we've heard twice now and i feel like it's going to just carry on in my mind for a long yeah, time I think I've got like more questions every time I think about it yeah, yeah that's it but you know it is it, you know it is interesting and this is and again it's the thing it's like the assumption that people in your industry um book you for parties book you for whatever and then you've got people who actually don't want that they want something different like, like do you ever get so it's like a random question I've just come up with. But like, do you ever get people who book you and just like want to hang out? Oh my God. I hate them. I oh, hate them. Do <laughs> so you think, oh my God, what a dream. And, and knowing you as as my friend, I know how much 
you hate socializing as much as I do. So yeah. I can imagine that this scenario would actually be your worst nightmare, but at it's least terrifying. you would be paid for it. Because, but you know, does that happen? Does it people... does, and it happens to me a lot. I don't know why. It's like, because you're a nice person. Just well, that out am I? I don't know. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know. Um, but the interesting thing about it is we often say this thing in our industry of, there's the right booking and the right girl for everybody. Sure. You know, so like I've had bookings before where they have actually lied and told the agent it was a box party with, you know, numerous amounts of people attending and I've rocked up. It was two guys snorting lines. Um, yeah. And not for me personally, not against it, not, you know, for it, for me, I'm there to work. So they decided to make a monopoly, monopoly board um, out of cardboard and a black texture, just, you know, full-blown high behaviour, and then asked <laughs> me if I would do handstands while snorting lines. And I'm not kidding. When I've told other girls this story, they looked at me and said, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and they genuinely don't understand why I didn't enjoy that. They're like, yeah. that sounds like the best. You didn't have to deal with 30 drunk guys. You just hung out with two guys. That's a nightmare for me. Like just even in the state they're in when you're not matching the influence they're under and to try to converse and have a conversation, time goes so slow. I've had other times where, you know, I had one recently, it was a golf trip and I know nothing about golf. Good golf's boring, but yeah, golf. Yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah. we sat on the couch and played Never Have I Ever because you just don't know what to do. Yeah. You Gold genuinely up. don't. Like I've sat down with like the football's been on, you know, guys on mushies that are just tripping balls and I'm just sat there in silence because I just I just I trigger people you know like I started talking about you know there was a bit of art on the wall and it was a lion and I just I don't know you're just nervous so I was like oh would you rather be a lion or a rhino <laughs> <laughs> don't say that to someone do. under the influence no, just, no. so then we just sat in silence and I was ready to leave I just it wasn't for me and it was just awkward sitting on the couch in my lingerie and one of the guys came over and said, how would you feel about upgrading? We call it upgrading to nude. So taking off your panties and just being completely naked will give you an extra hundred dollars per hour. And I thought, well, I'm not making any extra money here. I'm just getting base rate. I might as well. But just to be clear, that hundred bucks an hour would be cash to you. Yes, that is cash to us because it is increasing on what was already pre-arranged. Um, without disclosing you know the agents rates and their incomes we do keep that private yeah of course. there are times where we just pocket it so yeah. that we're pocketing it we're not doing anything wrong it's called an upgrade yeah um so i've then upgraded to be fully nude sitting on a leather couch in the middle of sorrento with the nrl playing nfl nfl playing and a bunch of guys on shrooms i'm still wondering if you want to be a lion or a rhino yeah well what else question, do you talk there was, fake was never fruit on the table and i thought let's bring up why do people put fake fruit on a table once again not things you bring Look, up to I, people I, tripping I mean, like as a former heavy drug user i can assure you being around people on drugs when you're not on drugs yeah is infuriating yes and awkward and yeah. i am a hyperactive girly at the best of times yeah and i just word vomit word vomit it's just coming yeah. out but you know a lot of people will tell you suck it up just sit there get paid but you just start to question what you're doing and you just actually don't feel comfortable because you're not empowering and taking over the room and you're not that goddess walking around who's demanding the attention and it's yeah. being requested for you're just there so and what it, do you do in those situations like i know you said earlier you're expected, you know, you're paid, you're prepaid, you're expected to work in those situations. Like, 
if you're in a situation where, like, there's fucking two guys tripping balls and you can't, yep. like, they're passed out or whatever. Yep. Are you expected to stay there? Like, if you're not feeling safe or if you're not, if you're not. Well, they're fucking passed out, you'd be all right. Yeah, that's like, such a good question. Like, what what do you do? Do? like question. are you allowed to leave? Like, what is the, what do you do? Well, that's the thing. We do work for ourselves, but we represent someone that has prearranged the job. So if you are in an unsafe situation, you can always leave. Like, yeah. you don't need to call anybody. You just leave. You pack up your stuff and you go. In situations like that, you either sit out the booking and you wait till you've fulfilled your hours because you've been prepaid. You must fulfill what you have been paid for, which is to be there. That's the basic line of it is to be present. Or you can contact your agent and say, hey, this situation's happening. How do you feel about it? There's been times where without the fiance rocking up, we've been told we can go home with pay. Yeah. And you just stand there baffled. Like, I can't believe you're giving $100. Like, sometimes quite a lot of money you know some of these girls work around six eight hundred dollars per hour to do full service jobs like once again that's sex work yeah and they've been told that's all good keep the money and go home and you just it feels wrong Mm. but if all parties are consenting to you leaving you can go yeah sissy i I, I can love to me working in traffic control you know we get a certain amount of hours and you know you sit there they don't show up you eat four hours fuck up home almost yeah. feels wrong though doesn't it it does yeah. feel wrong yeah. you're yeah. taking like, money for no reason like yeah. it, they, yeah. you don't feel like you're doing the right thing yeah. but so these I are contracts and like agreed yeah. upon terms and conditions and these are yeah. agents who have built a reputation for themselves absolutely to attract a certain type of clientele for with a certain type of um oh, i don't even know how, how to describe it but people to give to that clientele really or to, to sell to that clientele i guess is i, I don't know how that sounds sorry it, and no no that's fine because at the end of the day we use terminology that either won't make sense or only makes sense to us yeah but this is why i'm so so proud to do what i do because mm-hmm. i have people like that i work for these agents and i'd love to say their names but i think it's best not to yeah, yeah but nah. they protect us whereas working in the clubs you don't have that freedom so no i have this massive fear because i do like to keep what i do private of coming into family members yeah i have brothers fathers uncles all of that you know and in the club in particular once you're up on that stage there's nothing you can do i've mm. had my brother's high school mates come in and blackmail me into giving free dances for everybody Otherwise, they're going to help me to my family. They know my father. You know, they've kicked a footy with them or sat down and had a beer. And I'm sitting there and I'm, what do you do? What would you do if you're in that situation? That's, I think it's tricky because well, you I guess you, you're obligated to stay, right? You're obligated you're be, to, to stay on the stage. And you, and you think just and leave, you also but really you, you don't. Can't. But you yeah. can't because it's more than just, it's you're, more it's than your just, job. yeah. Like your livelihood is on the line. It's a really hard decision to make because... And these shitty little arrogant cunts. Oh, yes. Which is a word I've not used on this podcast yet. Are taking advantage of you in that circumstance, knowing that you will say yes because you don't want your dad to know what you do because... Mm. My brother at the time as well, I think he would have been 17 or like about to turn 18 or just turn 18. And it left me in this really awkward situation where he himself probably doesn't really understand that industry. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I had to out myself to him. And he didn't judge me. He's fabulous. I love him. Still to this day, he has quite an understanding of what I do, but he isn't proud of his sister doing it. It's not a thought that wants to occur in a sibling. And I Mm. found myself having to put that thought into his head because of his mates. And what was the repercussion for his mates? Nothing. Nothing ever came upon them. Are they still his mates? They are. I have seen them not long ago as well. Wow. They ask me how I'm doing. I love that. They do. Uh, Yes. It's, um, yeah. It's it's, douchebags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like to use the word douche canoe. Yeah. Um, But um, I like dick knob. Dick dick knob's good too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're a fan of like passive aggressive insults. Yeah, but it's, it's not just that, you know, it can come from your own friendship groups. Like Absolutely. if you've ever pissed off a mate and you've told way too much to a friend, mm. God, that's a scary Ooh, yeah. place to Ooh, be in. That's something. Boy, have we been burned by that. We have been burned by do that. Do you have an example of it that I could relate to? Um, I do, but it's not something I can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we just can't talk about it right now. Oh, is this something recent? You know yeah. what it is. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like, but, but like, no. that'll come out later. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. god, yeah, that's gonna be a hell of an yeah. episode. But no, I, I mean, I had circumstances when I was in active addiction. Yep. Where I, you know, became apparent to somebody, and they then used it against me. Yeah. And so I had to then do something to try and fix that, and unfortunately when you are in active addiction you do things that aren't very nice and that might be that you like fuck over that person or whatever I was never a horrible person but like you do whatever you can to protect yourself in that moment um and like you know it's just it's and at the end of the day you've not done anything wrong someone is trying to take the like yes or in the instance where you have fucked over your friend which is something I did in my early years of becoming an adult and making mistakes I did a friend wrong and what she then did as repercussion was out me all over Facebook and having been friends of school you can just imagine the amount of connections that saw that and Facebook back in my day was actually our way of communicating so that went out to thousands and thousands of people hundreds Mm. of ones I went to school with Um, and I'd stupidly said something it would have been a couple weeks before that where I said, I'm so broke, I would fuck an old guy for money. And that wasn't what I said. I said something more detailed than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she had screenshotted that and put that in her big post of outing me, Oof. saying that is yep. the kind of person that I am. And part of me deserved the repercussion of having done a friend wrong, but no. for a friend to out that particular yeah. stuff, it's not like just okay. it I isn't. Think- I think like I, I understand where you're coming from. Sorry to interrupt you. I understand where you're coming from. It is never okay to out somebody about anything. It's not okay to out somebody about their sexuality. It's not okay to out somebody about their, their profession if it's not something that's public. Mm. It's not okay to out them about their mental health. It's not okay to out them about anything. Like nothing in that scenario, regardless of what happened, what you did to that person. What they did back to you was not right. It's yeah, not. It's, it's not like a situation yeah. where you should have just stayed home. Yeah. Like that person should have stayed home, cried into a tub of ice cream and had a wine and just cried. Or yeah. like, walk up to my house and scream at yeah, me. Like, you know, like, yeah. 100%. And it's, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced something like that or blackmail or whatever, but your phone is quiet. 
and then all of a sudden it's ding, 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 ding. And yeah. you just can't look at it because your heart sinks and you yeah. don't know how far this person's going to take it. A best friend is someone you've told everything to. Mm. And I completely believe in karma. Like it, it's going to come for you. Oof. But in yeah. terms of Same. how far it went and for me to be outed as what I did for work and to be called a slut and a skank and all these things, which, you know, depends on the person, but can have a lot of power behind those mm. words. She took it further to becoming a stripper and then taking my dancer name and using that. And I still to this day just sit there and think how petty. I just remembered when you first told me that actually and I was like, that's fucked though, isn't it? That is like so psychologically fucked up. It is because I think for her, it was her way of getting back at me. And she enjoyed it so much to be like, I've done this. But for fuck's sake, pick another name. Yeah, like, yeah, that's so okay. yeah. I won't say what my little name is because we've all got our stupid stuff. I think I remember what it was, but yeah, we won't yeah. say it. Yeah. But yeah, like, but like, why the, like, yeah, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like a million names in the fucking world. Like, yeah. Pick another one. Bitch. But again, it's it, it, an example. Hypocrisy. <laughs> Hypocrisy yeah. and just like, the assumption that people in your industry can just be fucking taken advantage of and just be like, you know, fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you over. And, 100%. And then and it always ends up being like 10 times worse than the actual thing itself. Yeah. And then they're like, also, I like your name. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. gonna take that I bag think it's hard as well when it's something you would never do to another person. Yeah. And like, I know I've done some stuff in my time, but there's a limit. And there is, yes. To have that vendetta for so long and still to this day, like she tried to take credit cards out of my name, um, which then I had to try to explain to my father who I got involved of like, he just turned to me and said, why would someone try to do this? And, oh, I don't know, dad. People are evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how does she have all these details? Yeah. Oh, you know, we tried to rent a place together. So she's got my Medicare. She's got my bank statement. She's got my ID. She's got everything. Because when yeah. you rent, that's the things you need. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong person to fuck over. I've realised that now. Um, but yeah, yeah man, that's like a psycho that, like that's not yeah, that's normal. not okay. Yeah, and it, it's funny. It's funny. You not funny, funny, but like funny. It's funny. But it's funny. It, it is funny. Like I, we have laughed about this story. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Why? Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you talking <laughs> my name? But like, there are a lot of people in the world who put up an appearance at the moment of being this incredibly like charming and we have had some very specific examples very close to me and Brie that have come out recently where people who have been close to people in our family have turned out to be absolute fucking psychopaths yeah, yeah and that is an example of that so we're like you would you wouldn't have expected any of that to have happened no and you know what you expect some backlash in life when you do make these choices but not to that extent yeah and I take my own forms of like security and so you know we have your golden rules that you do so like one thing I do is I never accept a job after midnight yep because I having lived I know what happens after midnight. Yeah. If I'm at a booking, so if I'm at a job and we're extending past the booking hours and we're going well and truly into the morning, that's fine. I'm in that situation. I know my surroundings and I've decided to stay. But if I've booked something for 2 a.m. 
what the fuck do you think you're walking into? Yeah. Right? Yes, and you know yes, what? Yes. There are girls out there who kill it at that hour because people are wrecked and, you know, they're desperate. There's not many girls to apply and they make bank. Yeah. But for me, that's not my thing. So yeah. that's one form of security. Another is social media. I keep it as far away from that as possible. I have dabbled in like forms of posting pics that are like, you know, with a bra and stuff like that. It takes you nowhere. Yeah. Unless you're using it as a form of marketing or you've got an OnlyFans or maybe you work in a club or you can get the private hire links. Yeah. And I try my best to keep myself private. I only tell people I'm really close with and I've known for a long time what I do. I really couldn't care if the whole world knew what I did. I really don't care. But I do know, once again, that I started this conversation with, once you tell someone, you can't take it back. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. So... I'm interested, like, what does your partner think about all of this? Like, so say, for example, you had been booked for two hours and your partner thought, okay, yeah, Hannah's going to be back at 12. Yep. And then you've chosen to stay. Like, how does your partner react to things like that? Yeah, do you, let, do like you that? let them know? Okay, yeah. Hey, what, are the, what is the what is your process and like your partner's process for that too? This sounds so crazy, but I have such a good supportive partner. And from the moment that's I met crazy. Him, that's great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that's what we like. each other. Yes. Yeah. We love this. And I know that your partner supports <laughs> you as well. So like I can back this one up, but yeah. Go oh, on. and we've almost pushed each other down the stairs many times. Like <laughs> they're all been there. Everyone's like, yeah. Behind yeah, the okay. scenes. We're not the closest, Um, but he is my soulmate. I will yeah. say that now. And I'm going to regret that one day. But I'll make sure he hears it. Yeah. Um, Basically from the moment I met him, I disclosed to him what I did for work. And at the time I was working in strip clubs and he was quite uncomfortable with that fact because I was complaining about what I did. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so you weren't happy. I was very yeah. unhappy yeah. because reason being, um, we have a lock-in of eight hours that you must fulfill in that shift. You can't leave before it. You can stay after it, but you can't leave before it. Um, so it would be 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning, which is technically, sorry, Monday morning. And he'd be going to work and I'd be sitting there all night, so miserable because no one's coming in. I'm making no money. Yeah. And he was just like, you need to get out of this. Like, this isn't healthy for your mental state. You're not making any money. Why are you there? You don't need to do this. So since doing these private hires, he has backed me so much because I have my day job, I have my income, and then I have my weekends. And I keep my communication with him so high and I disclose everything I do to him within reason because there are details of it that, you really don't want to hear sometimes. Yeah, like yes. I might come home and talk about a job and say, oh, this guy was like this or this happened. And he gets a bit more worried about me and making sure that I'm okay. Yeah. Rather than not liking what I do. Yeah. No one loves it. Let's be real. Like once you're in a relationship, you really do want that person to be your soul and your your soul partner, sorry, and your everything. Yeah. But, but- we keep the communication open. And there are times where he's like, can you stop being a bitch and just take a Saturday night off and spend time with me? We've had a lot of those. There's a lot of those where it's like, can you please like, for example, working past that midnight point, he'd love if I'd come over and stay at his for the night. He's driven me to jobs. He picked me up from jobs. Communication is key. And I've seen so many girls go wrong because they lie to their partners about what they do yeah. or they do what most do. They keep it hidden until they trust them and then disclose it in which their partner then leaves them. Yeah. And you have the right 
to have your own boundaries and say, I don't want to date a stripper. I don't want to date a sex worker. Don't want yeah. to date a drug addict. Or Absolutely. Drug addict. And yeah. you don't yeah. have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't yeah. have to date any like person you don't yeah. want to. Yeah. But if you don't disclose the truth to them, how can they agree to anything? You've removed their consent. Mm, so yeah. I'm so fortunate that I am that lucky girl out there that does what I do and my partner allows it. But when he pulls up a boundary and he says, I don't want you coming home at six in the morning or can you please take a night off or can we spend some time together? You have to listen. Yeah. I don't listen as much as I should. <laughs> I'll admit that. I can imagine. I'm but... a bit of a workaholic. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, and guess who pays for most things? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 He's been great. He's been great. But um, yeah, look, yeah. I think, it's, I think, yeah. And that's, and again, see that, that just shows the, the what, what we try and do with this show is that like you talk about it you normalize it mm. everything is okay in that circumstance you know you like because you are so open with your partner about it they know about it they know what you do and yeah okay maybe yeah not everyone's dream but like you know no they know and the, it there's honesty there and yes. that makes things so much easier Whereas you, if you hide things from people, it creates that shame spiral where you feel you can't be yourself. Yes. Your true, authentic self. With your partner, that's where it's most important. And yes. some would say with your family. And they do agree there are family situations where you would tell your parents that. Mine have different beliefs and I respect that because I like to say, what would it bring? Yeah. yeah. My brother and I have had this conversation. I've said to him, if I was to disclose this, to our parents and to the rest of our family yeah i would feel much better and he goes but would he would mm, they yeah you yeah. would feel better because you've opened up the conversation and you've disclosed it but yeah. they themselves don't want to be part of that they would like to stay in that innocence and you know have their blinders mm -hmm. on an issue i actually had with my partner is that he was so okay with what i did he told his parents yeah um so they will forever know about it we yeah try yeah. to act like it was in the past and not currently the present sure yeah. okay yeah it has to be yeah. your story to tell and he yeah. didn't quite understand that and we've had that conversation of it should have come from yeah. me or should have asked me first but he just assumes like he tells his family everything they have very very big open communication yeah you know even about like maybe dabbling in drugs and stuff like that whenever that's happened in their family they tell each other about it God. um so he didn't see i know god could you imagine like, <laughs> like when i met Bree's family and i was like wow where are you from yeah <laughs> <laughs> understanding is not that common in households yeah, I'll be that's real, yeah you know? sure, so sure that was a bit of an issue because i didn't you know tell him that was okay but it was done and that was me having to be understanding of him as well his yeah. terms and conditions of if i'm this understanding this is who i am as a person and this i don't like to keep the secrets yeah so i do respect that so yeah. i think yeah and i think that's really interesting because yeah you know in certain circumstances you can tell people and they're they're a judge you yeah. told me zero judgment i'm like tell me more you like, just yeah. were like tell me funny stories yeah that's yeah. like literally tell me funny stuff then tell me the stuff you make need to get off your chest laugh. yeah literally. yeah like make me laugh but also tell me what you need to get off your chest like um, you know like i i like zero judgment and it's the same with your partner zero judgment um and that is really how the rest of the world should view this because if they didn't view it with judgment if they didn't view it with stigma and assumptions of reasons of why people get into this industry then 
situations such as what you discussed before where people are assaulted um or attacked mm. or you know whether that be verbally or physically that wouldn't happen because it would be a normalized yeah scenario be more does, that, does that make sense would be a bit safer yeah yeah absolutely I, and luckily i can tell my partner where yes. i am but there are people who no one knows where they are correct and just so, on that point there is so um hannah is going to provide us with a link for somebody who um had an assault happen to them that was very severe and horrific horrific and they can't get any support because clearly in this industry there is no support kind of around that you know and it, you, you were judged you were stigmatized you or whatever and this person is now and their GoFundMe is actually not in relation to what that person experienced it's something else they're experiencing but because of what happened they're unable to work yes and they're unable to pay their medical bills right now so they're not asking for anybody to have any involvement in what happened then no it's what's happening now yeah Mm. and because of the field they're in they can't get any kind of work cover or any kind of I don't think insurance works that way but um yeah yeah, so they are currently needing help and there are many many and I wish I could list you know there are unfortunately a girlfriend of mine um took her own life and the family was trying to raise money to pay for the funeral because when that situation happens, funds, I don't know yeah, about you guys, yeah. it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Um, so we will post yeah. that GoFundMe um, yeah. on our page and we will promote it. Yeah. Um, and we will get it out to as many people across the world as we can. And as they've said, $5. That's all they're asking, like whatever people can give. And it's not an expectation. It's No, it's the yeah. help right it's to help and it's to help someone who needs it and and I just want to say um that everything you have said today with us has been so powerful yeah and so um I just I, I don't really have the words for it to be honest with you and even though like we've spoken so much before together like the impact of your words are going to hit a lot of people and going to make them feel okay and not feel alone and I am so grateful that you, first of all, um, you know, agree to my ADHD fucking hyper focus moment. That you <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, still yeah, going. Yeah. But that you've actually come on and you've spoken so brutally, honestly tonight. Thank you. Um, both hilariously, honestly, and also shown a very dark side that I think maybe people really don't understand Mm. and it's given a lot of insights to both me and Brie and our listeners and I think that's just amazing and we very much appreciate thank you thank you look my intent was to just make people laugh and tell funny stories but at the end of the day that's not really going to get the message across and there's stuff that needs to be said and people need to kind of understand what we do or don't judge it like yeah just keep your own opinions and have your own ideas of it or educate yourself on it Mm. either is fine yeah either is fine so I really do love that you guys have given me the chance to talk and try to make Brie laugh 
I wanted the cackle, but we are happy as well that we were. Hannah just again. wants a beanie. Yeah. Like that was the agreement. Yeah. Was it um there was a promotional beanie involved, which um, we need to order now yeah. because I think you but instead well we did, we did get a point across today and we were able to talk about some stuff that needed to be discussed yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah the people do not discuss yes. um yeah. so is there anything else you want to add on no i'm just grateful to have a open space to talk about these things as i've mentioned so many times don't always have those people to talk to about this kind of stuff and it's good to just let it out there well, thanks for trusting us too. Yeah, thank you for coming on like, the show. Thanks for, like, yeah. you know, as Jess said, like, you said a lot of stuff and you were pretty vulnerable and that it takes easy. a lot. Um, so, yeah, thank we you. appreciate you trusting us enough to come and chat. And also, <laughs> also, you're the first person who has visited our podcast studio, yeah. a.k.a. I vibe it. I vibe it. The funky so green couch and yeah. yeah you know like that's a first like you and like, I am matching the couch you are you literally yeah, are yeah. talking yeah. to anybody yeah. but, um, a lot of color coordination yeah yeah that's it but no thank you guys thank you so much yeah thank you so much so everyone thank you for listening um and if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask about this I'll put a question and answers um poll in the Spotify link because I think that's something that we should do. Um, but the GoFundMe page that we mentioned will be posted um, on our Facebook, Instagram, and website, and we'll be promoting the shit out of that because that is really, really important. Um, but we really encourage you to share this podcast with people in your life who you know actively judge these types of scenarios mm-hmm. and um, types of work because... It's not okay to judge people for doing something because they want to do it. And it's not okay to take advantage of them just because they do that job. So I really encourage everyone listening to this to please share this as far and as wide as you can so that we can get this message out here because what Hannah has said tonight has been so important and has like blown my mind. And I've known Hannah for ages and and you won't be eating salada biscuits. Fuck, never eating, again. never again. But thank you so much for listening. Don't eat saladas. And <laughs> please share this podcast everywhere you can. You can find us on our Instagram, our Facebook, at We Should Not Discuss That, our website at We Should Not Discuss That.com. And please get in touch with us if you want to be a part of the show or if you have any questions or anything at all, please just get in touch. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Wonderful Thanks, Hannah. Hannah. Thank you for having me.